This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh. Welcome to the Blacklist After Buzz After Show, Nando. This is the jam. What is this jam? This this was played at the end of the episode. This is Pilgrim, oh, I think. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Got it, got it. We haven't gotten into it yet. It's just the opening, but that's, that's okay. what they were playing at the end, the final montage. Oh, okay. I like it. Kind of like it. Kinda uh, like it too. Welcome to the Blacklist After Buzz After Show. I'm Joe Braswell. As always, I'm joined by my main man, Nando Blasquez. Hello, everybody. How are you? Uh, across from me, I'm joined by the lovely Julia Carley. Hi, everybody. And I'm also joined for once in his life. <laughs> Joseph Lippo. So nice to be here with you guys. Thank you for making it. <laughs> Thank you for making it for once, Joe. Yes. I'll fight you, Brad. That's good. You're a little late on the year of Flippo here. And also, yeah. in the <laughs> easy. In the booth, we have the lovely, the lovely Marissa Serafini. Hi, Marissa. Marissa Serafini. Hi, guys. Hello. You're all here this week. We're all here. Oh, we're in the, we got some room Excited. in the studio here. Go good? Room. Yeah. I like it. Ah, studio A. Yes. Julie can't hit me Where we here. belong. <laughs> I'll find a way to hit you, Nanda. <laughs> <laughs> Julie, Julie can't quite reach you with the elbow well, across, across the studio A. Fitting the knife. Uh, Joe Flippo is kind of to bring me some scotch. <laughs> Thank you, Flippo. Scotch, 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 scotch. Mm. I know. Tastes a lot like iced tea. Yeah. It, it is remarkable how much like iced tea that scotch <laughs> so, tastes like. Iced tea, see? I, I don't think it's Irish. I don't think. Is it? Wasn't there an episode of the Honeymooners like that when? Uh, I'm really dating myself. I'm so, so dating myself. The Honeymooners so get older and older. You should have heard the last thing. Did Benjamin Franklin once say on the Chat Finney Radio Hour? Tell you that one bit that he used to do. Rochester, Rochester. Um, all right. Uh, we do a show called The Blacklist. You know, it's fine. We do a show called The Blacklist, and uh, you shouldn't be lost because we are in episode uh, three of season two of The Blacklist. Uh, Dr. Chain, Dr. James Covington, number 89. It's a little high. It's a little high to me. 
For, 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 do, for doctor. I, I don't agree. know. We mean high. Like, high like, like a little is, high up in the blacklist. 89? Like top 100? So is she in the top 100 for this guy? Oh, this guy? What, what, what are you he saying? Wasn't, he wasn't a badass. He with a heart of gold. I mean, so you're saying he should be doctor, He should be like number 214. Well, I, I don't, even if he wasn't a doctor of a heart, with a heart of gold, what heart he's gold? doing by, you know... Extracting organs is not. Does Give not, me a number that it should be. He's not. He's not deadly, Joe. I'm just saying he's not uh, well, a deadly. I, mean, I, I don't know. Well, killer. if you compare it to like last week's episode, which was 112, the Monarch uh, Gotham, where the players was well. that Monarch Douglas uh, Bank. Bank. Yeah, yeah. Yes. that uh, that was 112. Yeah, I would say maybe this guy. Although that opening scene. Where that, grim. Ch- that opening scene was pretty freaky. That's pretty grim. That was right a creepy, yeah. creepy ass opening. Them chasing that guy down, yeah, uh, to get his organs. And the so, Rastafari guy throws him right in there. He's yeah, done. my man with the dreadlocks, a good Samaritan. Yeah, yeah. He did. Hey, good Samaritan. Slow down. You know Let what? me help you out. I don't. I don't think he died. He didn't get killed the whole episode. Who? Oh. The black guy? Yeah, oh, it's a goddamn the miracle. No, <laughs> he was black too. So no. he, was, he didn't die either. He black guy survived. He didn't die. No brothers down. No brothers down. Although he's wow. in jail. Although a second guy's in jail. That's oh, right. that's right. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. Let's jump this episode. Uh, Thirty seconds. Quick first impressions. Uh, uh, what's your name, Joe? I'll have a name tag. Maybe yes. it'll, it'll work out well. I thought it was a good episode. Um, I like I like where they're going with obviously Spader. Spader. I like you know I you're gonna get mad at James Spader. Um, I, I do I do get mad. I get frustrated. Um, this is a pet peeve I have with shows about the FBI uh-huh. when um, uh-huh. when production decides for uh, I don't know hours at a time that there are only two people in the uh-huh. FBI and uh, th- those two people go into all kinds of places and there's never any people to back them up. So like, part, they're partners. They're, they're oh, checking something out. The Federal Bureau of Investigation is enormous. We remember we had the tanker ship okay, driving around the Hudson it. Bay. You remember? I got a super it. secret yeah. plastic prison that was... FBI WTF. I can't help. Lizzie and wrestler were just cruising in places. Should we wait for backup? Hell no. Let's just go in and make some moral decisions. All I, right. I will say, I will say, <laughs> once they crack... We're getting ahead of ourselves here. I, I, almost, I want to hear what Julianne said, but once they did crack into the once they found the secret downstairs compartment, hmm. and there's, there's no, and Aram says, there's, there's, that doesn't show up in the blueprints. And they go down. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. That's your like call for backup. Isn't that the right? time? Like your phone comes out. Hey, we should send more of us. Oh, oh, we're super secret compartment where no one's nose exists. Yeah, let's just us two. Well, go down don't there forget. We're, we're getting ahead of the game, but don't forget they were trying to save a life. They thought before by five o'clock. They were on a time crunch. They were on a time crunch. Call so for don't backup. forget that. We'll, we'll be down there. Backup should be on the should way. Should be on the way. Julia, first impressions. Um, I like this episode. I like the blacklister. Um, I like all the layers that were sort of revealed throughout uh, the the course of the show. Um, not my my favorite Lizzie episode. Got to be honest. But yeah, maybe I'm just being harsh. I uh, said this last week though. Um, you have a favorite Lizzie episode? You're so hard. At the, oh, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. What? Nothing. Hey. Huh? God, no. Huh? Something to say? No, Lizzie. Okay. Lizzie's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fave. 
And she's not redeeming herself anytime soon. Scotch, 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 scotch. So I said this last week, um, I and I, I think it, it hits home uh, again this week. I, I do think the writers are doing a pretty good job of marrying the blacklister of the week story with the uh, with the running stories of, right. of our, our main characters. Sure. Um, that was lacking. I said this again last week, but that was lacking for me in season one. It felt very disjointed, very disconnected. So I think they're doing a much better job this season of marrying both. I agree with you. Like we're going to write an overarching narrative, and then we'll we'll, we'll put our blacklisters into that. Fits in, yeah, I agree in, with you. 100%. In an almost seamless sort of way, which it was there was such a disconnect last season for me between the blacklister of the week and what was happening in the lives of our our normal our regular characters. I agree. High five, writers. Well, we, we talked about this last week when when some of us were gallivanting on Larry Ellison's yacht. How? Um, <laughs> yes. Yes, oh, yes. Larry, uh, Larry won't let me. Uh, he won't return my calls. <laughs> uh, how you know that? That's one of the things that John Bolkingham and the team talked about is is really wanting to have the still have your procedural blacklister of the week, but still have your your serialized pilot. I mean, plot sort of weave through, so you do have exactly that, Juliet. So that is, this is very much intentional, and you're seeing this the writers um, labor bear fruit in the form of an excellent story. And they can think me appreciative. Yes. I am. Nando, what about you? What do you think of this episode? Uh, I, I like this episode. Uh, I love a good opening scene. There was a couple in season one that I really remember because they were really, really good. Just it was very, it was a very like a horror scene, pretty much. Just got getting chased down, and and you kind of, you know, got you know when when the Good Samaritan came out and they just injected him. Next thing you know, he's on, he's yes. on a gurney getting taken yeah. in. It so was what's going very, on yeah. very creepy. I love uh, I love that we're finally getting to see a little bit of Tom, even if it's just a dream sequence. We haven't forgotten about that. We, we uh, I loved seeing, uh, what's his name? Paul Rubin's character? Ver, uh, Mr. Vargas? Vargas. Mr. Vargas. Mr. Vargas. Very, very interesting character. Interesting and and character. The, the one thing that I'm sure we'll touch upon is, you know, last week we talked a lot about the dilemma of Lizzie, um, you know, the greater good, either, either giving up, uh, you know, Naomi, so that they keep the money, uh, so that Berlin's operations are, are dead, or continuing the war by by doing this exchange, uh, and there seems to be a greater good with this blacklister that ties in. So we could talk more about that, but just pretty much the fact that this guy, ultimately, as creepy as that opening scene was, I mean, toward the end, it was a nice little twist that he was actually kind of a good guy. He was yeah, actually like punishing. A Robin Hood. He was like a Robin Hood, a medical <laughs> a Robin Hood of organs. I, I yes. actually stealing, from stealing the... organs and giving them to the poor. Yeah. Boom. On my way here, I was actually thinking this this guy actually would make a really good character for a TV show. Somebody doing, uh, you know, like who's who's taking it's care time of criminals for moral ambiguity. Yeah, I just think <laughs> I, I honestly think that it would be a really interesting TV show uh, based on a character like this who actually has a, a, a racket where he is treating criminals this way, like saving criminals' lives to benefit other people. But you know, has that little like he's he could repossess uh, he could repossess organs, or he's got these criminals paying him ex- you know extraordinary amounts of money. To stay alive, it's just I, I don't know. I find this character really fascinating. I, like I kind of like that twist too. That's Nando's something we've never shows. seen before. Nando's pitching shows. Nando's pitching shows. Like that twist That's we've never seen before of not just harvesting organs illegally, but just you know putting them up for rent. Sure, I, I haven't seen that before. Well, yeah, that we, 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 we did that. that with a well, movie. Yeah, we had, there's oh, well, a movie. But we'll talk, we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> well, let me tell you what it's about. I actually like the episode a lot. I think that what I realized while watching this is is back to what I was saying last week about sort of them, you know. You know, these first two episodes really densely packing this plot and unraveling it. I mean, all, all you know, densely packing the first two episodes of plot and then unraveling it throughout the season. Mm-hmm. It occurred to me that this season is entirely different from last season in that.
that, you know, they did the pilot, and then, like, six months later, they had to shoot episode two. They didn't know whether or not the show was going to get picked up, or whether, I mean, they knew pretty early it was a hit, but then, you know, you know, as it goes with first seasons, Nando, like, you do your pilot, and then you wait for six months, and you shoot a bunch of shows, and then you kind of wait for the network to pick you up. Now, the show's a massive hit. They're, they're very secure that they're not going anywhere. You know, they, they have to take a massive nosedive. So, it gives the writers room to be able to really relax and plot out a, a re, plot out a season. Mm-hmm. What I felt on this third episode is I really felt like I was in good hands. I felt like, okay, well, I don't feel like like I did last season that they may be kind of making this up as they go along. Like, who knows? This feels like they've thought about it over the summer. They've they've you know they've got some time. They've they've mapped this thing out. So I feel like it's going somewhere. And I really there's a sense of like I'm in good hands. So I, I, I like that. But there's no throwaway episodes, in other words, because that's the way I felt about. A twenty-two yes. season. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's like, oh well, we got another ten episodes uh, to shoot. Episode eleven. Who knows what's going to happen? Let's just uh, throw we're still something get some throwaway episodes. Yeah, this is only episode three here. No, yeah, yeah. I would say, it's, but, but at least it feels like that we've got enough stuff to really to work with here. They've, yeah. they've, they've introduced enough uh, things for us to sort of unpack. So I like that. I'm very look, interested to see where that where that goes. Um, I want to get into the episode itself, but uh, before we do that, I want to. Uh, have a word or two from our good friends at Dish Network. Wherever you live in this great country of ours, Dish can bring you great TV. From the big city to the farmlands, high on a mountain, or low in the valley, Dish delivers all the great movies, shows, and sports you can handle. Monthly packages start at just nineteen ninety nine a month for 12 months. This is your day, America. Get Dish and get thousands of TV shows and movies on demand and free installation in up to six rooms. Visit dish.com slash after buzz. That's dish.com slash after buzz. Limited time offer, 24-month commitment and credit qualification required. Cancellation fee and other restrictions apply. Requires a clear view of the Southern Sky. Call for details. Did he just say we can get Dish for just nineteen ninety nine a month? Well, yes, he did, dear. And what do we pay for TV now? A whole lot more than that, dear. And why do we do that? I don't know. Get Dish. Go to dish.com slash afterbuzz. That's dish.com slash afterbuzz. Big shout out to uh, Joe Sanfilippo and, and Julia for doing the voices in the of those couples. Uh, uh, <laughs> it was such a, such a lovely thing there. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Braswell, for a while, you know. <laughs> two, two two actors, their finest. Joe, such Joe, Joe. <laughs> um, where are we? So now it's time. I for, don't know where are we. We are about to dish about the blacklist. Oh. 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 What happened? Oh. Scotch. <laughs> no. Uh, so let's get into this episode. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Let's get this episode. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we saw some 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 new faces and some familiar faces, and it, and it really started off with uh, after our wonderful Cracker Jack opening scene, we got what we what was revealed to be a a dream sequence. But at the time, we did not know it was a dream sequence. Where we saw Julia's uh, man, the, the very hunky. Tom Keen and be bearded and yeah, and he bearded Tom Keen looking like I don't I don't, I don't he's know such a copycat he's been on the run such a he's copycat on the run. That's yeah. all scruffy and fabulous all right uh-huh. take it easy over there it was Lizzie's dream not yours relax. Yeah. <laughs> no so you know, we your dreams on cable and it was actually cause it was actually very 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 convincing uh, but then we see Spader come in I'm sorry uh, Red come in and. Well, actually, what does is, what is, what is, what is, uh, Tom say to Lizzie? Uh, Tom, he, uh, he, he comes in. What does he say? Oh, he sort of uh, tells 
Lizzie that Red's only using her to right. get to Berlin. Once he gets Berlin, then he's going to kill her. And he brings up all these questions that we've all been asking. You yep. know, what's up, what's up with the fire? What's the truth about why he turned himself in? What's sure. the truth? Of, or where's Naomi Highland? And so he asks all these questions, all our, our burning questions. Yes. And then Red comes in and pop pop. Yep, in the in the, in the, subcon- the subconscious, uh, Lizzie talking her subconscious, and mm-hmm. comes in and pop, pop, pop. But speaking of subconscious, mm-hmm. there's that one little bit that we all. I mean, I mean, we're not the one, but there's that one little bit where Red says there was to her, a little bit of sex up in this thing. He says, <laughs> "What do you, do you really, really want, want, Lizzie? What do you like really want?" As they pan up her legs. I mean, we're. I mean, I thought I was only going to read into that. I, I, read, nah, I'm nah, like, that's just because I rewound you, it and I looked around the house. I'm like, is that me? I, I think that that this speaks to your worldview in general. I just, I, I know most things are about sex, but is this about sex? I couldn't, I couldn't tell. I was the only I mean, one I was in church, that. and I'm thinking to myself, is this about sex? So I came in and asked Joe. Joe's like, you totally about, totally about, about sex. sex. But Anna's like, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I don't know. Nothing. I didn't get it. Well, let me I tell you. Didn't see the leg. You didn't feel anything? I, I, I guess I didn't pay attention to that. I, I don't know. Let's ask the internet. Yes. You guys tell us. YouTube that and scene, iTunes. Did, ask, that, yes. did that have some sex on it? I think it had some sex on it. It had some sex on it. It had some sex on it. It felt like it had some sex on it. I like a blacklist with some sex on it. Well, yes. I'm not going to say the, side was the, the sex was on the side. I think the sex was right on top. No, exactly. The sex was on it. All right. Okay. Okay. So so that happened. That happens. Y'all want sex on that? Really good. It's really cool. So for a second there, I thought, you know, because we have to reveal, and I'll, and I'll get to some predictions later, but we have to reveal who Lizzie's source is because there was that tease last episode that Lizzie may have an informant oh, or a yeah. source yeah. feeding her stuff. I so I thought, think like, who I thought it was. Uh, who did you think it was? Well, we'll get to it. We'll okay, get to so it. it. Um, I thought, you weren't here, so I'm oh, sorry. Like, maybe, maybe Larry Ellison told you who the, <laughs> <laughs> Did he have a prediction? No, he didn't um, have anything to say. Yeah, all right, good. Uh, um,. No, but I, I thought for a second there, Tom Keen, I thought this was real. I'm like, Tom's alive and he's the source. Somehow they're working. I'm like, no, it's dumb. Like, oh, it's a dream. So that was just me. Um, do anyone else think it was real? Or do we all kind of know? Oh, come on. I figured, I yeah, I figured it was a dream pretty early on. Right. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Okay. So, um, we, so we, so that Am I happens. the only one that felt like James Spader didn't want to be in that scene? Like he came in and just like, oh shit, I got to do a dream sequence. Okay. With it's, uh, no, someone who's shipping my daughter. Yes. Right. That's, that's, um, yeah. I'll, I'll do it. Fine. I, I'm sure he's contractually fine. obligated. Fine, I I'm going to say he's fine with everything that happens in the show, Joe. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, so then we get to um, so then we, we we finally we get back to, the, to back to headquarters and back to the uh, the um, the F, F, the task force headquarters, right? Well, uh, well, before that, Lizzie, little paranoid Lizzie, thinks she's being tailed by oh, a creepy motel guy. Yeah, I was going to get come back to that thought, but let's let's, that let's do that now. On her way to the task it course, did, it did. Or on her way to meet Red, actually. Um, and we yeah, we can go, we can go through this linearly, yeah. Like so, we, we saw that in the task force. We, we saw the, the creepy kind of maybe hottish, totally hottish, yeah, hottish with like, an accent, accent Hello. dude, like you know who you know. I, Is he hot? Yes. Uh, now uh, I know why look, Julia Joe, likes this show so much. I don't this understand. Episode. You don't know what hot guys look like? I have a clue. Okay. Well, I don't, just, you just shouldn't. Me. Ah. <laughs> so she frisks him. She frisks him. <laughs> so, so what, was there some sex on that? Was there? <laughs> she, she, she frisks him. It was a very and, slow and frisk. clean, and that happens. And so, you know, we, we, we think she's paranoid, and we'll get back to the well. We'll just talk about it now, but we know later, as later in the episode. She's not out, paranoid. She, yeah, he's not paranoid. He comes back, and there's a little flirty flirt action. And, a little you sex know, on that. A little, definitely a little sex <laughs> on that. Let me ask you guys a question. Yes. I've never lived in a motel. It's yes. not something I've done. Uh-huh. But I, Lots I, of hot people. I, that's what I was going to say. Uh-huh. The, the people that are living in that hotel are, are a motel are yeah. a lot cleaner and sexier looking than I would expect. Yeah, I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know what motels you frequent. I, I just assumed 
maybe wrongly, that, yeah. that would be primarily prostitutes and vagrants. But right. apparently I'm insane. Well, in, in, in the world of TV... <laughs> the hotels, FBI the motels, right? All it's shot. Hot FBI hot FBI agents and hot snipers. Just kicking it. That's that's what happens on NBC. We're and motel totally neighbors. Fine with it. Yeah, it makes sense. So uh, we find out the guy is actually up to no good because he's got a gigantic high powered rifle, which he's checking the sights on, and he looks like he can take out anything with that rifle. Uh, again, very very reminiscent of the Tom Keen reveal. We don't we don't know or the Apple reveal. Or we don't know if this person is here to protect. Lizzie? Is she here to take Lizzie out? Is he here to watch over Lizzie? Is this person brought by Red? Like, all these questions asked, but I think the assumption is supposed to be that he's here to do no good to Lizzie, but I don't believe that because he could have already taken her out by now, so we'll see. I don't, we'll get look at that later. But so we get back to the, uh, the task force headquarters, and um, uh, we get we we see the team in action, and we see the finally the introduction of uh, our girl Xavier uh, Navari. Samar Navari. Samar. That's what I mean. That's what I said. Samar Navarro. Samar Savar. Samar. Samar Navarro. Can I have Samar? Can I have Samar that, please? Can I have some Samar Navabi, please? Yes. Got it. I'll never forget it again. Okay. That's not true at all. Salam the. Salami Nubi. Can we please get the name right? No. No. Uh, Samar so, so so, so actually in, in introduces Samar to the task force. and uh, There'll be no and, questions. Yes, yeah, so we'll get to Harold in a second. But everyone seems to be re- not too happy to see her, except for my man, you know, Aram. He's, Aram is a little bit Aram has a crime. He's like, oh, you're like, tall. She's tall. You're, you're tall. I'm, I'm half Jewish, half, half Muslim. I, mean, uh, uh, I hate myself. I'm Why don't we somewhere? hang out? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you're tall. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Great, right? great line. So he's 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 smitten. But uh, mm. wrestler and, and Lizzie, not so much. I saw mm. some sex on that. <laughs> you I saw did some see sex some sex there. on that. Yeah. Yes, that, I saw some sex. On. Uh, so that introduction is made, and then we and we do get the. Uh, I like a little pissing contest between uh, Navabi and Keen a little bit of just the back and forth of the questions of how yes. does an Iranian wind up working for Mossad? How does yes. an FBI wind up working for Red? Like, yes. Back and forth, like one upping each other a little bit. Yeah. But no questions were ever answered. Nope. No. No. Harold no. wouldn't have that. And I, I just I, this is the time when I get mad at TV because like we cut away from those scenes and we all accept that, but in real life those scenes don't get cut away from. No. Like here's a bunch of weird questions. I have a bunch of weird questions. All right. And no, that, that's not what happens. <laughs> no, <laughs> she continues to get weird. Mm. It does get weird. Uh, I like her, man. I you know I like I, I like. She Samar. leans against the door like a maniac. Oh, Nobody man. leans against the door. She's that got hot. the lean. Oh boom! And the leg cross. Oh, she's the arm full. Bang! Like yeah. Oh. You, yeah, you guys, y'all didn't know this doorway. Right, y'all didn't know this door was hot, did you? Because boom, here I go. Yes. You guys give me crap for for one comment on Tom. She's something and else. Listen to this. I'm sorry. There's a guy right. at a motel right now. I like to go with a sniper rifle who's deep hot. cover. With I got nothing. No, okay. no, deep undercover. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I like yeah. Deep. All right. Uh, so yeah, so she's she, so she's so she's there, and then we get and then we get the. Uh, the introduction of Dr. James Covington and sort of seeing what he's up to put through Red. Red sort of, you know, give, gives the information on Dr. Covington and sort of says what he does and how he does it, which seemed believable. But the way he says it, I, you know, even, even when he gave the description of what he does, I, it didn't seem like it was task force worthy to me. I don't know. I mean, it, it, just, it felt like, you know, you know, he goes to these criminals and he, and he, and he you know, gets there. Organs, and he gives them organs in a black market, and that's what he does. And that's what the task force does. If yeah, Red right. says hunt down this blacklister, that's what they sure, do. Sure, sure. 
But now, now knowing what we know at the end, that this was sort of like a like a red like a little big red you know gave him this blacklister for his own you know means. Oh, yeah. But as as always, but uh, he just he just never really ranked high. You know what I like about this episode? One of my favorite things is that it's really kind of graying up Red a little more. Like yeah. this episode, there's no you're not going to walk away from this episode going Red's a good guy. Like this one grays him up a lot more, which I like. Yeah. I think I think that's a good thing. I think they need to do it. Well, yeah. I kind of agree with you because I mean, I, I mean, after looking at this guy's dossier, they realize that he is servicing criminals, and really, that's that's his biggest crime. I think that they that they have a reason for that task force to go after them is that they're, that he's servicing criminals, mm-hmm. right? And yet. What's interesting about the whole case is they never really seem to interrogate him about the criminals he's worked with. They never try and get information out of him. They just stop him for what he's doing, yeah, which is harvesting organs illegally, doing illegal transplants, which is not the job of that task force. So there is some confusion. I, I can understand the confusion. I is, is it one of those things where we're led to assume at the end that they were going to sit down and, and have some serious Probably, but, but just based on what we've seen on that episode, it didn't look like that was ever their intention of capturing this guy. They were capturing this guy because of what he was doing with the illegal transplants. i got to be honest with you. That is a particularly deep, deep-seated nightmare for me. Like, like my mom's always like, oh, are you going to put donor on your driver's license? Because we talk about that kind of stuff yeah. all the time. But, um... Uh, no, because I've saw I saw that one show that one time where the ambulance drivers were harvesting guys who had donor. But cars. you know, it is that urban legend all the time. You hear that story about that person walking down the street, and all of a sudden they black out and they wake up in a, in a bathtub with uh, like, like so, of ice. So for to me, th- this missing? This, yeah. this episode actually makes total sense to me in that regard. It, like if you're going to go after like an urban fear, that is something I totally fear. It makes a tremendous sense. I mean, my organs are crap. You don't want them. I'm going to well, give. I'm going to give. All the scotch you drink. Organs from people who were already dead. No, well that's no. The, no he wasn't. No, that's he was what not. the medical examiner was. That's doing. what the medical examiner yes. said. Well, that's, that's right. the only when they stopped paying. That's the only that's person when he took them back. Okay, but that's all we know. But we don't know what else was going on. And you, you know, it's kind of open ended. So we're dealing with one medical examiner, right? The one, the one guy. But it doesn't mean that we weren't dealing with six or seven other medical examiners in other places all around the country. We don't know. Well, they had to be in close proximity because they only had thirty to we ninety minutes. Still don't depending know. On they the... were following leads. We don't know. He J- Covington could have had like three or four different guys. In, on in the any payroll. event, it's scary. I agree. <laughs> I, 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 I was going to say you're. Scared. I'll get fine. <laughs> it's scary. Like only, I'll give a quick plug to a, a colleague of mine. I got you. A quick plug to a colleague of mine who I'm working on, um, Scott Carney. He's an investigative journalist. Uh, I'm working on something with him right now. He has a book called The Red Market, which is all about sort of illegal organ trafficking and, and people who, who do this and steal organs and steal skeletons in the black market. And all this ish is 100% real. Yeah. And so it's very, very scary. Um, it happens a lot. And the organ trade is, th- is a thriving, thriving business. So this is ripped from the headlines or ripped from Scott Pardon Carney's the book. Pun. The Red, yes. <laughs> From the red lines, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Scott the Carney, the the, uh, the red market, but um, Joe, yeah. So this this is a, this is a big deal. So they go out, they go, they, go, they go to find him. Of course, um, you know, Aram, 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 Aram. I get the names, man. I gotta get this right. Aram uh, sort of breaks down sort of what you know what 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 he does, and they, who, who makes the who makes the distinction that. They are renting them the as wife, opposed to the wife. The wife, right? right. We made our this. first That's victim. Right. That's right. Because they did the interrogation, mm-hmm. and it was they found out the whole story of like how we were high on the hog, and of course we can afford it. But the second he couldn't afford it, we find out this is a repossession situation, mm-hmm. much like the movie with Jude, with Jude Law and Forrest Whitaker, Repo Men. Repo Men. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah much like something I might Same love, thing. though. Yep. Is it? You know, well, set the not too set the not too distant future. Yeah, not, exactly not a very good story. movie though. Oh, no. No, no, not a very good movie. No, could have no. been better. Should have been. It should have been good. Yeah, very violent. Oh, a little bit. 
A little gross. When they pulled out an organ, it was it was grim. They Ooh, did, like but they more. did put it in plastic bags, which I thought was very sterile. So this was this was very reminiscent of that. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I gotta just before we move on to to Paul Rubens and, and some other folks in here, um, I gotta say. Cooper, man, I'm still. I just. I'm on Cooper watch. I'm really. I'm really rooting for Why? my man. Her- no, because Why? I don't want. I, every look. I just. I want uh, Harold Lin- Harry Lennox to have some more stuff to do, and he's just not. I wrote down. Repo. I mean, with, like, with, with the exception, with the exception of his wonderful chat with Lizzie. I'm starting, write, I'm starting to write down the one-liners he has. Wait, do it. I want to hear you do it. He has his line. Do well, the first line he says when someone has that necklace. You got to do it. You got to do it. When Aaron says, you know, it's it's uh, these yeah. these organs are being repossessed, and his brilliant line was, "Repossessed for non-payment, like a house or a car." <laughs> I propose we have a list of other things that can be repossessed. We could oh. fill this in. Yes, or a boat, Uh-oh. or a motorcycle, <laughs> or a diamond ring. Or a jet ski. I or mean, an ATV. Is there a more oh, furniture in your house? Is there a more throwaway your line? Your television. <laughs> is there a more throwaway line? Like I'm like I'm waiting for I'm waiting for Harold to come in with some, with a zinger with some good Yale trained acting. The repossessing organs. Repossessed. Like a house <laughs> or a car. It's like a vocab test. And I'm like, oh jeez. Uh, it, it hurts so much. Uh, and then and then this next line when when we're talking about the, the big the big the big guy, uh, you know, he's like a been brought on <laughs> um Oh, the, the what's his name? The B. Yeah, BB. <laughs> we've, we've been trying to indict him on racketeering charges for years. Thank you. <laughs> That's it. I That's love, all we get. I just love That's the whole episode. I love how the FBI has your picture, all your criminal activity, where you are, where you were ten minutes ago. Yeah. But we can't bust you. <laughs> we true. know everything about anyway. you. We know I, everything you ever. But done. think of it this way: if they busted him. He wouldn't have a line. It's a He wouldn't have a line. He needed to not be busted so that Cooper had a line. He's the head of the crack elite task force. Super double secret elite crack task force. He got to have something else to say. He did put Lizzie in the office. And he did, so he did do that wonderful scene flip up. What do you say? Haven't seen him laugh. Oh, that, that was painful. No, you liked it. Didn't no, you? I thought it was terrible. Oh, I was, I've never felt so uncomfortable watching a scene. I'm like, come on, you guys! Like, no one came to work. We're that talking day. about when he brings Lizzie, in the, he as Harold Cooper brings oh, Lizzie in the office rough. to talk to her about her psyche. Uh, her psyche you know, and rest- then she leans in with that incredible. Oh, wrestler. Oh, he's not talking about wrestler. He's talking about you. Oh, oh, me. I go, oh, that was yeah, beautifully telegraphed. The whole thing. Oh, it, it was just like, oh, so many opportunities for moments. They're like, nope, we're not taking yeah. a moment now. Well, you, know, right was, you know what was interesting about that scene, too? Hmm. No pills this episode. I know. Oh, well, no no pills. pills this episode. Instead of putting in a question about I wrestler, know. it was about Lizzie. I know. Yes. And all, all of a sudden, uh, yeah, I'm looking pretty good right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The pills, the pills. <laughs> all of a sudden, wrestlers on this moral high ground. Yeah. Wait a second, you're a pill popper. Exactly. What are you talking about? The Lizzie Calling Lizzie out. Yeah. This is about the Lizzie Keen I knew the, last year. The Lizzie Keen I knew last year. No way. Well, last year you were popping pills, dude. <laughs> I just love the idea conceptually that the two messed up agents that are both under psych yes. eval, that are both being looked at by the by the shrink, are are left all alone to go yes. do whatever they want with no backup and no, they're answering to no one. So we're the two crazy ones. Yeah, absolutely. They gave us guns. Yep. Well, look, go anywhere Cooper, yep. Cooper made it very clear. He, he doesn't he, he believe he in psych eval BS. He says mm-hmm. they recommended you know some time off of paid leave, but I'm not putting you on leave. Nope. 
But I've got my eye on you. You're living in a motel. I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we'll see. I don't know. Okay, so let's, let's move on from that. So we're clearly, you yeah. know, we clearly got some problem areas with Harry, Harold Cooper. At least I do. I don't know if I'm the only one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think clearly not. Okay, so there's there's that. Hopefully that. So then let's let's get back. We'll, we'll, we'll put a pause on Covington. Let's just go jump into what Red's doing hmm. because mm-hmm. uh, we see. Well, before before that, we do we do. Um, Lizzie does want to. I should mention this. Lizzie does call uh, Red up and ask to borrow Mr. Kaplan and this wonderful scene we get some more Mr. Kaplan I love every second of Mr. Kaplan Mr. Kaplan needs her own show she does I will watch a show with Mr. Kaplan and Dimbe all day day. long Mr. Kaplan Dimbe and uh uh, uh, Mr. Vargas. She handles herself. Show. Yeah. Show. I don't know. Misters. <laughs> Mr. Mr. and D. I don't know. Mr. Vargas, Mr. Kaplan, and Mr. Kaplan, Mr. D. Two Misters and a D. Mr. Mr. D. Uh, no, so Mr. Yeah, Mr. Kaplan, Kate, as I, as we like to call uh, her. I love that she's sleeping with the, whose sister was oh, she yeah. sleeping with? She's a lesbian. It's she, it. you know, that was it. I'm, d- I'm, I'm just saying, like, she either came out or How could I forget I was sleeping with her sister? Yes. Like, oh! Yes. You know, we got the same sort of, like, little taste of Mr. Kaplan and her personality. Last she holds episode her own. Also, we just get a yeah. little bit, and it stands it. out yeah. amongst all the scenes in the entire episode this week and last week. It was like, oh, there she is. I love. Well, I hope that just makes this a regular I thing. Yeah. In, in that, the more we see, like when we see Mr. Kaplan, we know we're going to get a little bit more of oh, her. I, hope so. I love that because every time we see her now, we get a little bit more insight into Mr. Kaplan. And she's fascinating, and she she's, just plays it. I need to find out the name of that actress because she's, she's fascinating. awesome. So, okay, so, she, so uh, Susan Blow. I, I'm going to say her last name wrong. Susan Blow Mart. Blow Mart. Yeah, let me let me try it. B L O M M. Say it Susan Blomart. Let me okay, take a swing and mess this up with you. No, but she does. She does so well. And you know what? Next to Spader, I think she she's holding her own Absolutely. against Spader. I sure. have to say, she's like right now for me, actor actor actress wise, she's yeah. number two right there. Well, ability. I like them too. And even that picture there, I like them because they're both they're yeah. both super close talkers. You know, Spader will just get right up in your grill and, and say something. He'll take another step into your grill hmm. and then say something else. And Mr. Kaplan does that too. She kind of looks up at him and they like. Almost, almost kissing when they talk, and it's just it's good stuff. They just I have so much chemistry. They have more chemistry than anyone else on this show together. Yeah. What more than Lizzie and Wrestler? More than Cooper and, and anyone? How can you say these things? Uh, no. So let's get so let's get into so we have this whole sort of Berlin subplot because it looks like um, you know uh, Red is still trying to get the jump on Berlin, and he's got his uh, his his right hand man, or not right hand man, but his, his other accomplice. Um, Nico. Miko. Nico. 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 <laughs> Nico. Nico. Yeah. And, and a couple other dudes. Yeah, and the, and the other guys. We don't really know these guys. Yeah. Per se, right. Right. JP. Um, and so it appears that I mean I don't know. Do you, do you, do you want to take us through? Do you want to explain this 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 whole sort of side? Do, Anyone want to explain this sort of side uh, thing? Well, it, it seems like uh, you know, it seems like Red's trying to make a deal uh, uh, overseas. I think with Indonesia, he's dealing with a yes. minister, yes. and uh, and Nico is uh, against it because I guess he knows that we, that uh, Red doesn't have enough footing there, and Berlin's making a bid and feels that they would lose the bid anyway. So Red insists that he's going to invest a lot more money on equipment to make this deal go through. Uh, so we we see that initial scene with Nico. And then when Nico is talking to these other two guys, I didn't write their names down, but uh, for, for all intents and purposes, they, it's really all about Nico anyway. Uh, we see this Mr. Vargas come in, and he's kind of like he, this like Bond villain type, you know? <laughs> I mean, Red says it perfectly. He's kind of like a character, uh, you know, a villain from a, a 
Bogart movie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, smoky, yeah, smoky character from a Bogart movie. Does and that uh, even look and real? That was awesome. That <laughs> yes. was like, uh, yeah. He, he kind of looked like, yeah, kind of looked like a little bit like Penguin does in, in Gotham bit. a little bit, you know? Yeah. And Paul Rubens just plays it perfectly and sinisterly. And, and he has a once in a lifetime opportunity for the three gentlemen, Nico and the other two cohorts that seem to be equal, but we know it's all about Nico. And, uh, and we get to see Nico, you know, who seems to be loyal, but I kind of saw that a mile away. It's just, it was, it was very just a little Godfather too much. One. It was yeah, very, it was pretty obvious. It was. It was pretty obvious that Nico was obviously the one that was playing both sides. Yeah, and uh, setting up the other two cats. And uh, yeah, so we get to see Red at work, and and the, I, I think well, two big reveals was that Red was in on it all along. This was a plot to bring to drive Nico out to right. show if Nico was really loyal. He was really loyal. Yeah, which he wasn't. So, Red, so what, 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 it also serves a beautiful purpose of, of scaring the, uh, the, the living crap out of the other two also. It puts everybody on notice. Like, number one, you're testing Nico, and if he passes, great. If he doesn't pass, yeah. uh, then you get rid of him. You know you've exposed the weakness, and you've reminded the other two guys that you do business with, um, I'll, I'll kill everybody. But you've got you to exactly. be on your toes with Red. When you're working with Red, you've got to be on your toes. Exactly. And I think it was more, it was more of a, I mean, at that point in the game, it was more of a... Um, a show of display to the Absolutely. new guys who N- Nico was sort of saying like you know Red's going soft and this is what Red's doing and they're like hmm I don't know but then it's odd, then then <laughs> Red's like actually I'm not the one who's going soft I'm ahead of everyone yeah he's dead you guys are with me and I thought that was very Nico cool. is pretty badass though wanting to get Red killed though sure. yeah, yeah, yeah it was a pretty good, was move. A good move unfortunately good Red was in on it from the start so that's no. all he needed Nico, to seal his own he fate been an up and comer and, but I would also like the whole all, all of Nico's like you're getting slow you're getting old Red yeah and it's like oh am I. Wow. <laughs> but the big thing that I loved was, of course, uh, you know, Nico can't live after after defying Red like that, so Red kills him. But not and, before Ed. And Vargas has a little, and Vargas has a little, yeah, well, right. not before that, but Vargas starts going like, oh my god, blood. It starts you freaking know I out. can't handle blood. <laughs> yeah. No, I hate the bloody stuff. So well, I really want to know more about, pass out. I want to know more about this Vargas guy. Well, let's, uh, let's, 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 unpack, let's, let's, let's go, let's unpack the uh, Vargas. So first of all, Vargas is obviously played by Paul Rubens, yeah. the beloved uh, Paul Rubens, as we know, as Pee Wee Herman and, and, and some other things, really, mm-hmm. mostly Pee Wee Herman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he's great. Don't um, forget Buffy. You brought Buffy up yeah, earlier. Buffy, Buffy, of course. Buffy. Greatest death scene in the history stuff. of cinema, yeah. with and, the exception mm-hmm. of uh, The Untouchables and Sean Connery. And some work in a, in a small movie theater, which we won't talk about. Oh, which I just, oh, which I just yeah. did. Unfair. That was it's not, It happened. I'm not being unfair. It happened. Blow, blow. Oh, that's a I love Pee Wee as much as the next guy. Not as much as he likes Pee Wee. I'm just, oh. I'm, look, I'm, Stop pulling this off. I re- oh. <laughs> <laughs> was that a joke? <laughs> I thought I was the master of the bad puns and jokes. <laughs> All right. So Paul Rubens. Um, <laughs> look at that. Oh. Yeah, no, uh, so Paul Rubens shows up, and, uh, and and he's, again he's got this great wig, and he's great. You know, uh, it's not a great wig. Well, well I, you know, I'm great character wig. It's a yeah. great sort of character wig. I should great say. Great bad wig. Yeah. Um, Unlike Lizzie's. Bad, bad way. Right. Uh, intentionally bad. That, that's right. Red, Red talks TV. about his uh, uh, sartorial splendor, which is which is great. Sort of referring to his dress, meaning he's, he's sort of in, in, in impeccably dressed. And, and uh, but but as a joke, he's kind of he means it in sarcasm. Uh, and uh, he's a great character. But we get the sense of like we don't know who he is, and he's mm. a, kind of a badass, and he's kind of looming. And he's really this dark thing, which you weren't buying, Joe. I was so grateful at the end that it turned out that he was it was all a con, and he was he was working for Red. Because I'm like, if this show is trying to sell. Pee Wee as a genuine badass. Paul Rubens, I'm sorry. This is it's all no. He can no. do it. No. 
And like at some point or another, I stopped it. And I'm looking at TV. I'm like, no, please don't do this. Please don't do this. And I was so grateful. Well, you know, he reminds me of a bit of Ben Kingsley in Iron Man 3. Kind of like, yes. you know, you're, you're supposed yeah. to be the super alert. villain. Spoiler alert. But you're really not. But you're you really not. read the world. <laughs> yes. So it kind of rings like that. Spoilers. I didn't say anything else. It just <laughs> reminds me of Ben Iron Kingsley at this point. That's it's all on I you. said. It's not right. fault but your own. I didn't say what happens in it. I just said okay. it reminds me of Ben Kingsley. Uh, but but <laughs> I have a question for you on this. But I'm so confused. So is, what, is he a complete... Uh, is Mr. Vargas uh, a, a complete fabrication uh, and, and brought in by by Red to sort of do this thing, or is Mr. Vargas a real person, real arms dealer who who Red had turned? I mean, was was he really working with Berlin and Red got to him? Was he brought in by Red to pretend like he worked for Berlin? Was he a complete like this? Is what I'm confused about, and I, I, I get confused a lot. Know, like, can seems, anyone help me out on that? He's pretty loyal to Red to go through all this hoopla yeah. uh, to be a, a quick turn from Berlin. But but, but I just missed that reveal at the end. Me, is he a real guy or was he just some plant? No, he's he's, no, he's, he's a real guy. I mean, they have the whole exchange about how he hates blood, and we talked about how right. many times do I have to say this? Right. You know, I hate this stuff. You got to give me a chance to leave the room first. Get him a chair, guys. Get right. him faint. Like, yeah. like they, there's a relationship there. Yeah. And so. you know that he, he wouldn't have used. He wouldn't. He doesn't want anybody that will turn. His his whole thing is loyalty. This whole yeah. thing. Mm. We found out about the about. It, it's amazing how many jobs he had before he became a super criminal. But the the fifteen. You know, do you think there's a chart in the that the that the writers' room has where like jobs that we've given yes. Red. Since, so that we can make sure that we don't give him another like summer said, when he was 15 jobs. There's like a, a, a red, I mean, if you gotta go, no, you, can, you can get a nice red uh, James Bader monologue before to you see go. on your way. But the, the, yeah. the, the moment he's like, I got a story for you, I'm like, uh-oh. Oh, you're dead. He's dead. When I was 15, <laughs> oh, like, uh-oh. It was, I hated it, but my father asked if I'd given my word. Yes. But that's a great monologue, and that's a great, great story. Monologue. I don't think he'd use anybody that he could flip. That does he wouldn't want that person. No. no. Okay. So that so that's that. So so that was a really cool sort of thing in there that we saw, and uh, and it's very clear that we'll see more of Mr. Kaplan, Mr. Vargas. Kaplan, Mr. Mm. Bar- I mean, Mr. Vargas, and Mr. Kaplan, and Mr. Yes. Mr. Mr. And D. That's Scotch, man. I got to tell you, that, that really, <laughs> really the number on me, Flippo. Thank you. No <laughs> more scotch for scotch, me. Scotch, scotch, scotch. Uh, no. Scotch from the good people at Lipton. I love scotch. <laughs> thank you. There we go. <laughs> yes, thank Cheers. you, Marissa. Uh, so I think we'll definitely see more of Mr. Vargas, right? I hope so. Oh, yeah. Um, because he's Paul Rubens. Because he's awesome. Rubens. He's Paul Rubens. Um, yeah. So let's jump and back. And they've given him some depth already with that, yes. that last scene. So mm, we'll see more. Yeah. And also sort of adds to the list of, like, like we said, the Mr. Mr. Kaplan, these people mm-hmm. who sort of dip but, in and out, who have these sort of backstories that we can... Don't forget also from that scene, because the whole idea that that Nico was on was that he didn't think that Red could get that deal in, in, in with that minister right. in Indonesia. And then we find out the punchline of the whole thing that's related to Covington mm-hmm. is that the minister wasn't a fan of Red's and probably wouldn't have given Red the, the bid, the account, but he happened to be gravely ill and needed a heart transplant and his conduit for getting that heart transplant all of a sudden was occupied or busy or he couldn't, with he couldn't the get FBI. the transplant. Uh-huh. Because it, it, yeah, it, yeah, it was Covington. So there was Red's uh, kind of like last week Kind of like every every time we see this, this was Red's motivation for getting the FBI on top of. And it's also we, we just get a, a glimpse, one step back of a giant chessboard, like the rest yes. chess, the, the, the red mm-hmm. red chessboard. Like I, this is Doctor over here needs this. I need to get rid of this guy to get this, and then yeah. we'll bring in Pee Wee, and then we'll do this. Like he's really. I mean, it's it's he's he's got the chessboard going, so yeah. we, we we see that. It's like you know, as we see, Lizzie's Lizzie has her own big board, and we talk about how much we love the big board, Red. Red's got a big board in his head. Like I say, mm. he's got a big giant board of all these master moves here, and that's just really impressive to think that he's that many steps ahead 
of all these moves to be able to get to whatever end game he is going to get to, which will will soon be revealed at some point. Yeah, because yeah. he's working all these angles and all this, uh, all these underworld contacts and all the FBI and pulling all these puppet strings, presumably for some end goal. I mean, he's turned himself to the FBI, presumably to get to something. So we're still that is the overarching thing we're still dealing with in the blacklist here. Like, and yet, this is the second week in a row he's dealing with uh, a, a suspect. The, the villain, the blacklister of the week, is somebody who works with criminals, who who does provide a service for criminals. Right. Even though Covington's uh, morals are very different than the bank's was, mm-hmm. he right. still seems to be hitting the criminal like shopping network, right. so to speak. Yeah, he'll go like this. The, the underworld, where the where, before the, season one was a lot with the criminals themselves. Yeah, we've seen now in week three that he's hitting the, the the where the criminals shop and yeah. live and thrive. Well, it's the same thing they did in season one. It's all right. service people. It's all people right. who provide a service. But like, the service just, people uh, last season were yes. more like assassins, though. Yeah, hire. but again, but they were still service people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. like they're not actually. No, they don't have actual plans and schemes. Not These yet. are guys who are functionaries. We, 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 we have the criminals' bank. We have the criminals' doctor. Yeah, next week when the Criminals dentist. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's not the criminal no. trash guy. Yeah, yeah, the, three weeks, but the, 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 the criminals, yeah, who, who takes out the criminals' trash? Yeah, right? yeah. Who takes yeah. out the criminals' trash? <laughs> who does rate? that? The blacklister number. The criminal's life insurance agent. But I don't know. You know. <laughs> It's we're well, going to cover everybody uh, in the underworld here. Write your policy. Maury. Blacklister number 75. Maury. Nothing's more deadly than that. Broker than the Real estate agents, you know, they're just going to go for everybody. Uh, okay. Anyway, so we'll, 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 we'll see what's These are like. the people in my neighborhood. So, right? so let's jump back to it. that. Let's just finish up the, the, the Dr. Covington thing. So, uh, as, we, as we talked about earlier, they, they, um, they, they went to the guy's wife and got the information about Dr. Covington. Covington found out this is a repossession situation. Um, they told Harold Cooper. He said this is a repossession situation, this like a house or a car or a car <laughs> or, a <laughs> or a motorcycle <laughs> or a diamond ring. So, so Wrestler and 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 Lizzie Keene are hot on the case, um, and they they do track down our guy. Um, they do do a little sting operation, right? They, when they first go to the to the um, the corner. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they turn that guy. That guy looks a lot. He's that actor. He's familiar. He's like a weird poor man's Paul Giamatti. Yeah, which is sort of a. That, not a very cool thing to be, I guess. I mean, Paul G. Mine is amazing. No, 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 no. I'm, I just meant physically, is what I meant. I'm just being, no, I'm just being a dick. Nice. <laughs> mean to Paul G. Right, and this sorry. guy. <laughs> you know what? Wow. I, I would love to have that guy in here because I'm sure he's wonderful. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't want to come now. No, he doesn't no, want to come. He's, he's a European little man. man. They, I mean, he, they can all be like hot uh, motel dwelling assassins, can't they? <laughs> Uh, so the Ooh, let's get that guy in. <laughs> yeah, let's get that guy in. Um, so anyway, so uh, so, so we, he he finds out they, they get they they set up a sting operation with this guy. They get a a, a pig's heart, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they get the guy who we saw at the beginning of the episode mm-hmm. on the motorcycle to lead them to. Um, to Covington, which doesn't quite work out. It, it I out cannot until, imagine how that guy was able to make Lizzie and Wrestler in that ginormous government-issued suburban. I don't know. That, how that, was, that was almost an unintentionally comical scene. It's like <laughs> he's like he, he made, made me. me. He's like, oh, <laughs> you're, you're in that tank. He's like, let's belt Well, and then like, and she mean? was also so inconspicuous, literally running, running. out. Yeah, they'll never catch. They'll never spot me. And, you know, and then the foot race out. And the foot chase. The foot chase. I love a foot chase as much as the next guy. The foot, but foot if chase one awesome. guy's on a mo- motorcycle and the other person's on foot, I'm going to bet on the guy with the motorcycle. Yes. Pretty I damn love, fast. I love that the, the guy in the red car opened the door because there's always somebody opening yes. the door in traffic yeah. just randomly. Yeah. Yeah. 
And it was just to give them a, 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 second, a second chance, chance. to run, Absolutely. to catch up to him, which they still couldn't do. And that there was, was no helicopter. Funny. There was nobody else on the scene. Yeah. Just Lizzie and Ressler, mm-hmm. the only two people that work for the FBI. <laughs> the good news is they were able to, uh, you know, uh, our boy um, Aram was able to, <laughs> to uh, you know, get enough information to get a approximate location, right? Five block radius. Five block radius of where uh, Dr. Je- Dr. Covington would, would Now, five be. block radius in, uh, are they in D.C.? Yeah. That's a fairly densely populated uh, five uh, block. I'm just worth pointing out. Uh, we've, we've poked enough holes so in the situation. Leave, leave let's, let's just, let's just, let's just, let's just finish the job. The, we, we have already, we, look, we love the show. We do the show. We've already hung a big suspension of disbelief on this thing. You've talked about the FBI agents. I should leave it alone now. you talked about uh, no, uh, Cooper. We've heard, we've heard you and Cooper, Joe, enough. Uh, we talked about Lizzie Keene. <laughs> so, and we talked about not seeing sex juice or whatever. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what do we say? What do we call it? Scott? Sex on it. Sex on it. <laughs> not having sex on it. I don't know. We're going to way off wow. track here. Wow. So we go in the five block radius. <laughs> And uh, Wrestler and Keen find the building. They find the trap door. They go downstairs and they make a shocking discovery. As as, as the promo said, now you know again, props to the NBC promo department because they they get me every time. But I saw that in a preview. Lizzie makes a shocking discovery. I was like, what's this going to be? I wanted like hanging frozen bodies yes. and body parts. Man. That's no. what I wanted. That didn't. Yeah. I didn't get that. I got it. So we got we got lovely a little children's ward. Yeah, you know, and like oh, then we the like, cartoons. Yeah. Then so we realized in, in the moment that actually. Actually, he's he's a Robin Hood, as we said before. He's 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 doing the experimental surgery he did that we talked about earlier was him taking adult lungs and putting them in children's lungs, and he's trying to save kids, and that's what he's trying to do. Mm. And he's just getting these dirty criminals because they're criminals. Who cares? Um, in order to um, fund his operation, which is pretty like nice down there, well funded operation down there. Oh. And so Lizzie and Wrestler uh, are faced with the the uh, dilemma of taking him in or. You know, letting the kid in the middle of surgery. In the middle of surgery, or surgery exactly hands. surgery hands. Surgery hands. Like, yes, kill How me you if you have to. Uh, which I, I, I could have. You know, I could have. I didn't need any of that. I didn't need any of that. Like just Lizzie, let him do the surgery. I need the debate well, between wrestler no. and Lizzie. And even I seeing mean, the did anyone do? buy that? Like, no. yeah, we can't let this guy. You know, I don't. Come well, on. and even seeing they didn't really show too much of it. But even seeing the the parents of the kid, like they didn't look like criminal parents, or they didn't look like they, look, they just looked like no, they just looked like very normal looking yeah. people, yeah. like yeah, middle class. Non-criminal. Yeah. yeah. Non-criminal. Not, not the kind non, of people you'd not find loaded. covered in sex juice. I mean, these yes. were these were <laughs> nice people. Which I think adds to the whole... Well, I'm just saying, which adds to the whole, what he's doing is a good thing. He's sure. not doing this to some rich kid. You know, it's Absolutely. not like uh, it's not like Chauncey and uh, Matilda are out there like waiting for their child to be healed. In season one, I don't know, take down a blacklister who was about to inject a kid yes. with something yes. that was going to save him, but she I'm shot him anyway. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yes. So it's moral dilemma number two for Lizzie Keene, mm-hmm. the exact same moral structure of the setup, and she has chosen. Left the first time, right the second, mm-hmm. right the first time, left the second doesn't matter. Which, so, uh, so now we're, are we, we're depends on your on your moral bend, I guess here. But she's fifty percent either way, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But I was I'm watching this. I'm going. I, mean, I think I've seen this before. They never, never know, know what Lizzie's gonna, gonna go. do. You never know what she's gonna do. <laughs> You're not the Lizzie Keen I saw last oh, end, last season. Yeah. That that exchange, yeah. We talked oh, about but you know, yeah. again, kind of like I said from last week, is a greater good uh, concept over here on whether she arrests this man for for doing good for these kids, even though he's also keeping criminals alive. 
mm-hmm. extortion or, or, or not. She's also keeping criminals alive. And I think what was interesting, she's asking Wrestler that same question, like, should we take this man in? And she ends up siding with Red. She ends up feeling like she, the, the decision she made was kind of the decision she went along with Red for. I, I believe that so was that, the line that was the, mentioned. Right, and that's the, the action of that scene, right, is to show that Liz is, Liz is skewing more toward the gray. Yeah. And, and Wrestler stands back there with his hair on very tight. And he doesn't understand why. How? How? Can, we just we just shut these things down and kids die. That's how it works. I I, I just felt like it was such a yeah. blunt instrument, but but I understood. I, yeah, I understand where they're going with it. We're showing yeah. that Lizzie's changing. We're showing she's growing. Mm-hmm. Wrestler's wound pretty tight. He needs a, he needs a pillar. He too. needs a pillar. Too. Yeah, this guy pill. No pills. Somebody. No pills. He's wound a little tight. It's a black wrestler. Air's not too tight, man. <laughs> no. um, but one thing we, we forgot to mention is two two key things we forgot to mention. Probably a lot more than that. But two things we forgot to mention is uh, the scene with BB and Red. Oh, it's very cool so scene. Cool. Yeah, that was cool. you know, And BB, like you know, uh, this guy. I mean, I get it. He needs a heart. I mean, the guy is huge. He's got the oxygen tank. He's but got he's the, the so bib. undeserving. He's That's so undeserving. Point, right? yeah. yeah, you know the whole thing. He's indulgent. So. Yes. Uh, so Red plays him a visit, and then to, to get some to get the info, get some info, and then he does the move where he gives him the drinks, and the drinks have uh, some 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 something in it. So, something in it that so may give him a heart attack. Yeah, the heart attack, or may give him an erection as well. Is what oh Red yeah, mentioned. that's yeah, right. He gave him Viagra, Viagra. Think, right? Yes, yes. He gave that's Viagra. what it was. I forgot that. It's not a good. He idea. didn't say Viagra, but pretty much it well, was Viagra. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't want to say so, something with a with a bum ticker, right? Is that what yes, he said? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. I so, want to say bum ticker. A bum ticker. Look at you. You're fat with a bum ticker. Extra, extra, yeah. So I like that scene. And then, so obviously, I just want to jump to that. So let's let's jump ahead to the to one of the final scenes in, in, in the in the in the uh, episode where we see this kind of kind of big reveal where we see Red after he takes down after his wonderful monologue and he takes down Nico and he everything all seems to be all is right in Red World. Mm-hmm. Um, his criminal operation or his underground operation seems to be restored. He goes off and he pays uh, his ex wife Naomi a visit. And it's not for a moment there he walks in and you're surprised that he's seeing her because there's that moment where we thought, are they gonna see each other? What's the deal? What's their relationship? What's mm-hmm. happening here? And then he sees her and they have that look, you know, they're gonna embrace, are they gonna hug, are they gonna kiss? And she gives him a big old smack. Good and, one too. Uh, yeah. And there was no sex on that. And there was no sex on that. No sex on that. I agree. We can all no, agree on that. Agree yeah. on no sex juice, no sex No sex on it. Nothing was there. Yeah. So um and she starts like just dropping plot points, like she starts dropping questions, mm. you know, like does she know and all and all this, like you know, did you tell her? Like what? What? what, what, what I can't remember the exact questions. We know the questions that Naomi asked at the end because I, I have them, but I don't have them here in front of me. I have no notes, by the way. This is why I'm such an a hole. Why do you keep looking at the computer then? What because I'm trying to you? find my, I'm trying to find these notes. I have no oh. idea what anyone said or what anyone's name is. Well, I might have so written, and I was just looking something well, else. Naomi up, asked yeah. you know, Naomi asked him some specific questions. I'm gonna look. At, I'm gonna look. Does cool. she or was that in the previews for next I think week? No, she asked. Oh, was that in the previews? Yeah, I don't think. I think. Oh, that she, okay. The they said that you look different. Not as different as you. And and then and then walk walk wing and I and then 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 long shot of Red's face as he stood there and made he spatered it and then then they moved on. Right, you might be right because I saw it on Hulu. Yeah. I didn't see. I, didn't, right. I don't remember yeah. I'm at sorry. all. Sorry, that was in the previews. That's in previews for next week. I think. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. all that stuff. so there it is. So but I know that people were talking about, um, like when we were talking about the whole exchange last week when uh, when oh, when they did the exchange. So Red got Naomi back. Yes. The the fact that he was quiet. Yeah. I know somebody wrote on YouTube uh, that they felt that uh, that he just didn't know what to do with her. You know, he's just kind of like, kind of like longingly. I want to look it up. We didn't really do shout outs for well, iTunes or sort of YouTube yet. 
That could be predictions. Yeah. 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 So I uh, if I find it, I'll bring it up. Vague, but thank you. Very, very, Somebody very had a really good point. <laughs> very vague. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, let's 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 jump into some news and gossip for TV News. That that pretty much makes up the the entirety of the episode in a kind of linear, non linear way. We spend a lot of time on sex juice and, and Cooper and stuff, but uh, <laughs> you spend time on sex juice. Um, the I do we do want to uh, talk to some people who um, who who follow us on YouTube and and iTunes and others. And I do want to implore you folks who um, thank you again for listening to us on on, on iTunes and downloading us on iTunes. We're currently the number two or three show in After We're Buzz up there somewhere. And it's, thank it's you so much. So it's a lot of competition out there. A lot of new fall shows. We didn't know that the, the old blacklist would, would would somehow still make it back to, to the top ten, let alone the top three. Mm. So thank you so much. It really really helps. If you, for all of our YouTube fans who listen to us and who like us, um, it would help too if you guys go on iTunes and rate us on iTunes. Um, yeah, we and, just got and, one. And we just got one rating this week from Love Justified. Thank you very much. Thank Love you Justified. very much, Love Justified. Yeah, uh, we love Justified too, and, and the Blacklist and the Blacklist. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> then yeah, thank so. you to Rats T, Amanda Henderson, Doris Maynard, Life is Short two fourteen, D Swopes. Uh, Miss Lean, Chuy RM, Jess White, Diva1675, Mahogany1985, uh, Soprano Ascends, Christine J, Sans777, Joey Ram, Jamie Nauman, and I think that's, uh, and Lars2222DK. Yes, um, and uh, and on Twitter, uh, you know, um, there's a bunch of folks, but you, Ju- Juliet, Anthony, Anthony Cancellieri, I can't remember Juliet Labadier. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Vanilla <laughs> Cupcake. You always post some other people. Uh, Kimberly Ambassador, Joseph yeah. um, Jenna, Daniel Daniel Knopf, uh, Jay, uh, Jane. Um, uh, I don't know. I got nothing else. Uh, Maya's name. Uh, I don't know, Vanilla Cupcake, uh, Sam I Am. Yes, Sam I Am. And, uh, you know, uh, Mike Blanchard, of course, Lucia, uh, and, ev- and everyone else who I, who I don't see, uh, Shoshana Draper, and what happened? But thank you all for listening. Thank you for downloading us on iTunes and thank you for listening on YouTube and commenting on YouTube. We appreciate all the comments on YouTube and iTunes and rating us and all that good stuff. So now I got some news Uh-oh. too. I got some news too. Oh, yeah. yeah, actual news. I have actual news. Oh, He's got oh. stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, first of all, something. I mean, well, first of all, you know, Monday nights are really, really competitive. Not just on AfterBuzz, but a very competitive night TV wise. You got. Gotham, uh, Scorpion, yeah. are the two new shows that are out that the are doing, doing really, really well. The originals just came back. Uh, Sleepy Hollow. So this is the first week, actually, I believe. Well, I don't know if it's the first week, but last week, Scorpion was the number one new show, ratings-wise, which I'm also on that after my show. Nice plug. But this week, uh, what's really cool is everything went down, but uh, Blacklist held. So they actually had a 2.8 after after the voice, of course. Uh, you know, so so they're doing really really well. They had a 2.7 ratings wise. We know it always goes up with DVRs. So you know, congratulations to that. Also, James Spader was on uh, on um, Seth, Seth Meyers' Seth show Myers. last night, and uh, I mean, the interesting thing is he says he knows more about Raymond Reddington and the future plot than viewers might think. So, which I think is very, very interesting. And he talks about what he was looking for in the blacklist. It's something that was going to be able to sustain for a long period of time. That I would never lose my curiosity. I would never lose a sense of surprise. And the show just does that. It's exciting for me to see a new twist and a new turn when the scripts come out. And then he also says next week's show 
is just fantastic. Oh, absolutely fantastic! Nope. So this guy knows how to promote. Yeah, so he knows he knows how to promote the darn show. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he knows how to do it. Well, you so, know what? I'm yeah. going to watch next week. I think I'm going to watch it too. I guess I will. Yeah, I'm going to watch. You've convinced me. All okay. right, thank you, Peter. Right. Cool. Is this on Monday then? This is Monday night. It's Monday uh, night. It's so Monday night. Monday night. Yeah. Monday night. Yeah. Ten o'clock. On Monday night. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can uh, make time on Monday. Okay. Thank you, Nando, for having some actual news. <laughs> You're welcome. That was impressive. Yeah. You have news, Joe? I do not. Okay, Juliet news. All right. See, Nando. Oh, good yeah. job. I, I own it. You, Frank. I own it. Let's jump in the predictions. All right, Joe. You can own this. And now. You're after Buzz TV. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone on YouTube or streaming us can just look at Julia's face when predictions start. Mm-hmm. So it's just awesome. Julia. All right. I got some predictions that I'm sure you will all blow what? major holes in and give me crap about it, but I don't care. First of all, I threw out there last week that I thought Tom could possibly be Lizzie's source. I said it. You poo pooed it. You what, do we do that? what do we do to it? You put it. And now that she's had it, now that she's had a quasi-sex dream about her dad and Tom, I'm sticking with that. She's idea. sticking with it. She might not know that Tom is her. Do we poo it or do we poo poo it? Poo poo it. Hate you guys so much. Don't hate me. He said it. Go ahead. I'm listening. So I'm sticking to my guns. I'm sticking to my guns on that. That I think Tom is Lizzie's source. She just might not know it via dreams. Okay. I also think that the hot sniper motel guy works for Berlin. Mm-hmm. And Berlin knows, because Berlin knows about Red's weakness for Lizzie. Oh. And that's exactly what he did with Tom. So this is like Tom 2.0. Right. So I think he planted her, planted Hot Motel Guy for Lizzie. Sure. Um, and I Whoa, have you got predictions. this little idea rolling around in my head. It's very vague, but I'm going to start throwing it out there. Okay. Throw. I'm, I seem to remember a blacklister in, in season one who did things with people's faces. Right? Who, like, could change the face of someone? Mm. I'm wondering if Red has had some work done. So maybe he's not really the Red they think they're dealing with. (laughs) But I think he's had... I think because she did say that, right? Surgery. She did say that. Naomi, Naomi did say that. Yes, and I, like say? I said, not as different as not you. Not as look. different as you. Yeah, and that would that would be a reason that he didn't take her blindfold off. When oh. they made that exchange, but you have all those pictures, all the archival pictures of him as a younger guy, and but he was an FBI else, agent, and he was an FBI some, agent. He could not, he could possibly not be the red they think that they're dealing with. He could be somebody else. The same like, red. This is Yuri Sokolov, but he's changed. Now like he's red, red right now. Or maybe he's Lizzie's dad, who died, was red, red. Was maybe. The real red. And this is the guy who's replaced red. So possibly confused. like, 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 Soze like action. the Kaiser Soze Verbal Kent. Anyways, I'm just alert. saying. Okay, I like that. I, 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 she deserves an applause. I think so. I, I actually think that's some good stuff. That yeah, was some good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, thank you. One-time wow. deal. Don't ever expect that again. <laughs> Jill Sam, um, I, I think I made a prediction I earlier that Lizzie and Wrestler were going to have to hook up. <laughs> You're sexy. I, I wonder if the, the, the writers at this point are looking at the chemistry between Megan and Diego, the absolutely palpable. Yes. The, 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 the how are these two not screwing? This, this is... God, a lack of chemistry I've never seen like this on television. So I'm wondering if they're taking a look at this going, can we actually hook these two up? So I'm, I'm beginning to second guess my earlier prediction that these two are going to hook up because the chemistry could not be more lacking, in my opinion. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say that. And then um, I, 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 I'm with you what you're saying about the motel guy, but it would bum me out so much because that would mean Lizzie is so easy. Like all, like, she is. It, like mentally, she's mm. such an easy mark. Like all you have to do is be nice to her. 
and be decent looking. Flip the hat around. Joe Braswell is wearing an L.A. Dodgers hat. For those of you in St. Louis, suck it. This, we are, it is, it's deep right now. Okay, sorry. So I just told the entire city of St. Louis to suck it, and I did it for your hat. Okay. So I hope you're happy. classy, San Diego. I'm sorry. Nando, predictions. <laughs> uh, all right, this is going to be a weird one. I don't think that uh, the sniper has anything to do with Tom. I think... Here's what I think. I think that Lizzie got that motel from Red, and that Red set her up in that place with this guy because he is involved with future blacklisters. So he's not he's not connected with Lizzie. He's not there because of Lizzie, but rather Lizzie somehow stumbled upon him in, in the way that Red seems to make everything work. So maybe this is like Red's motel where he puts people? Yeah, something like so that. The hotel does have Red on I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I could be completely off the deep end here, Try, uh, but I'm, I'm just thinking it can't be that obvious that this guy's, you know, a sniper is following Lizzie around. Because yeah. if he wanted Lizzie dead, he would have killed her. But so I don't really get the whole sniper. To kill her, he might be there because Tom to was her? with her forever, yeah. and he didn't kill her. Um, I don't know what the so motives think- are. We still don't know the motives why Tom was put into Lizzie's okay. life. But fair um, enough. So, yeah. so you think he might be there to protect her? I could see that too. That, or I mean, even just keep an eye on her. I'm not sure, but I believe that. I think he's it's I think it's to keep an eye on protect. Um, as well, but uh, not to poo poo or poo poo on your on your. On your he does uh, a lot of poo pooing on your prediction. Uh, look, my prediction. I, I know last week I predicted that maybe Naomi is some sort of you know in league with Berlin and some sort of super double cross. And I'm not really or her I'm, daughter. I'm, I'm going to stick with that prediction, but I also now think and I'm fairly convinced that Naomi is actually Lizzie's source somehow. I don't know how or why, but maybe mm. I, just, I just somehow think that Lizzie's source is Naomi, and there's some sort of double back. Yeah, I'm a poo-poo then. Poo-poo. 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 Okay. That's what I think. I don't know. I could be wrong. I think I won predictions this week. I think you did. I think you did. Uh, I'm Joe Braswell. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe K. Braswell. And you can find me on Twitter. Who are you? My name is Nando Velasquez. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. And here on other shows like Walking Dead starting next week, Homeland, which had a really awesome premiere this past week. No spoilers. And Scorpion. I won't say anything. Flippo? You can find me at Joe Flippo on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me on my website is josephsanflippo.com. Yes. And Julia Carely. Uh, You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram with my name, Julia Carely, J-U-L-I-A-C-E-A-R-L-E-Y. And that's it. Thank you very much. (laughs) Next week, we'll be back with more Blacklist. Go Dodgers. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 